Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the Everything USC podcast on Believe, the number one content network for professionals, the place to find a sports or pop culture show for passionate fan bases across multiple platforms. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? I'm your host, Nara Wang, and I've got two guests joining me in episode 77, a couple of young stars who helped USC to win back-to-back national championships in beach volleyball the last two years, Haley Howard and Julia Scholes. Julia and Haley, it's a thrill to have you on the Everything USC podcast. Yeah, super excited to be here. Thank you for having us. Thanks so much. Looking forward to the convo. And if you enjoy listening to this show, please subscribe, download, and rate it wherever you get your favorite podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, TuneIn, and so many more. Or go right to our website at Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com, on social media at Believe Network and at Believe Sports. For me, you can find and follow me on Twitter at NaraWangSports, N-A-R-A-W-E-N-G Sports. Haley, Julia, any social media you want the fans to catch up with you on? Anything you want to promote? Let's get it out there. I would say I just use Instagram mainly. So just Julia Schools at Instagram. Yep, that's me too. Just at Haley Harward on the Instagram. She also has a TikTok. <laughs> that's a secret. That's a secret. <laughs> the Everything USC podcast is brought to you by Bet Online which remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro and college basketball to UFC slash MMA and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online, with live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Although they will be remembered forever as Trojans, neither Haley Harward nor Julia Scholes began their college careers at the University of Southern California, and both started off playing indoors as well. Haley played four years of indoor volleyball for Long Beach State from 2016 through 19, and also two seasons of beach volleyball there for the beach before transferring to USC, was a Big West all-freshman team member, and twice all Big West first-teamer as an indoor player, once as an outside hitter and once as a libero. And Julia played one full season of indoor volleyball for North Carolina before being injured as a sophomore and then ended up playing two seasons of beach volleyball at Hawaii from 2019 and 20 before transferring to USC. So Let's talk a little bit about your pre-USC days before we get into the glory that was your time as Trojans. Haley, I'll start with you because in your USC player bio, you listed Misty May Trainer as your sports inspiration. And your game really reminds me so much of hers. Is that why you 
chose to go to her alma mater of Long Beach State when you were coming out of high school from Phoenix, Arizona? Oh, wow. That is high praise by you. Yeah, I, on my visit to Long Beach State, it was so cool to see, you know, photos of Misty playing and her jersey up in the rafters in the pyramid. And, you know, she's just such a huge inspiration for the sport of indoor and beach volleyball. She was an amazing indoor player that not a lot of people know because of all of her beach success. But yeah, she definitely played a role in my committing there. And I actually got to know her a little bit while at my time at Long Beach State. So that was a dream come true. And Julia, you were one of the top indoor recruits in the country coming out of high school from Mooresville, North Carolina, right in the heart of NASCAR country there, north of Charlotte. You chose to stay close to home at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. You had an incredibly successful freshman season, the ACC Freshman of the Year, a first-team All-ACC player there, and then you suffered a debilitating injury as a sophomore that ultimately ended your indoor career. So for the people who aren't familiar with your story, let everyone know what happened and how that ended up turning you into a beach volleyball player. Yeah, whoa, how much time do we have on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, I'll give the truncated version of it. So yeah, I committed to University of North Carolina at a pretty early age, went there, played my freshman year, and then had a series of really difficult concussions. And so while recovering from the concussions, I knew that indoor volleyball would never feel the same again. And upon returning to the court, I felt so much fear. And I thought that beach would be an opportunity for me to continue my collegiate athletics career in a safer way. So beach volleyball, obviously, there's five less people to run into on the court. The ball is a little bigger and softer. Uh, this element of sand slows the game down substantially. So I contacted a local coach. I got on the sand with her. I didn't realize how difficult the transition process would be. But yeah, ultimately, uh, I took a leap of faith and transferred to the University of Hawaii. And I finished my undergrad there and along with my first two seasons of beach volleyball. And then I started a graduate program at USC. And that's when I joined the Trojan Beach program. And you were pretty good at Hawaii before coming over to USC. You had a 36 and 8 overall record there. 2019 first team all Big West. So for both of you in deciding to become grad transfers, how did USC become the choice to be where you wanted to finish off your playing careers in college? That's a great question. And there are so many amazing up and coming beach volleyball programs across the country. But I think what really stood out for me with USC was just this culture of excellence in the school itself. With our coach, I mean, he's an Olympic gold medalist, Dane Blanton. Gustavo, our assistant coach, is incredible. I can't say enough good things about him. And just everybody on the staff, from our trainers to our strength coach, just there was this level of buy-in that you could feel. And it was really, really awesome to stay in Southern California. For me, doing my undergrad at Long Beach, you know, it wasn't too far away. And it was really beneficial in the off-season for me and Julia, we would go to the beach and train with some pros. And, you know, you just can't get that opportunity at every school. So there's just so much about USC that was 
just incredible and the way that they treat their athletes like they really care about us and want to make sure that we have all the tools to be our best yeah Haley said it excellently that's why I let her go first because I knew she would hit all the main points but yeah just the legacy of excellence at USC academically athletically and just being in that environment that is pushing you to become your best self while you are pushing others around you as well Ultimately, I made the decision to come to USC because I also felt like that was where the Lord was leading me. And I'm so thankful I got to actually reconnect with a girl who started the beach volleyball club team at UNC Chapel Hill. The same time she was coming in for a PhD program in the fall. And we ended up being roommates and she's still our roommate to this day. Haley and I are also roommates and we're just best friends. So it's been such an incredible blessing to have that little community this far from home. So Haley came in a year before Julia did in 2020. That was, of course, the pandemic-shortened season. Haley, in that year, went 5-6 and six playing with Haley Hallgren at the number one position. But then 2021, an incredible year for both of you, Julia. Your first year in the program, and you come in right away. Second team All-American, first team All-Pac-12 as part of that NCAA championship team. 25 and 4 overall, 23 and 3 at the number 2 position playing with both Haley and Sammy Slater, also 2 and 1 at the number 1 with Slater. For Haley, second team All-Pac 12, 24 and 7 overall record, went 15 and 2 at the number 2 playing with Julia and Megan Kraft and 9 and 5 at number 3 with Haley Hallgren. And you guys got to play together that year. You went 10 and 1 together, but mid-season Dane Blanton decides to switch things up, moves the pairs around. He ends up putting Megan Kraft on number one with Tina Gradina. The number two team becomes Julia and Sammy Slater. And the number three team is the 4-H Club, the H-Bombs. You had a bunch of nicknames, Haley and Haley. <laughs> so what were you, first of all, thinking about how you paired together? You were so successful. And then with the whole change-up by Coach Blanton, what was it like to play together, but then be split up? Yeah, I can take this one. Haley is my absolute best friend. And at the time we were living together, we had all the same classes. We were in the same group projects together. We we're obviously on the same team together and we were beach volleyball partners. So it was so much together time. And I wouldn't pick another person in the world to have that much together time. But if I was with myself that much, I still need like some space. And I think she also shared that feeling. And I think it was such a good decision by Dane. Not only was he able to make the once team literally unbeatable with Megan Kraft and Tina Gradina, but to just spread the skill. And obviously everyone else is extremely, incredibly talented. And yeah, we, we loved playing together and we also loved learning and growing separately so I think that was a way for us to, yeah, just like still be best friends and then have a little flexibility and in pairings on the court side of things. Yeah, I don't have much to add onto that. That was very well said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Julia covered that portion of it. But then you go into the next year. Basically, everyone's coming back from that national championship team trying to go back to back, start the season as the number one ranked team in the country, end up getting dropped in the rankings after an early loss against the rival UCLA Bruins. 
So overall, though, what an incredible year. Haley, first team All-American, national pair of the year, along with Tina Gradina playing at the number one. 31-1 and record together. The only loss was on March 5th at UCLA. The 30-match win streak that you put together with Tina to finish the season. The second longest streak in the program's history behind only that ridiculous 103 that Kelly Clays and Sarah Hughes put together while they were playing at USC. And Julia, first team All-Pac-12, 36-1, playing with Delaney Maple at the number three pair. The only loss was also against UCLA. It was the home match, though, in, on April 22nd. And basically, unlike the year before, the pairings were pretty stable all of that season in 2022, but they were different. So you win a national title, and then the next year, Coach Bland decides to switch things up again. So what did you think about that? Because you were defending champions, so why break up a good thing, right? But what were your thoughts about switching things up? Yeah, it's also a great question. I think a lot of us on the team were kind of wondering the same thing. Coming back after winning a national championship, we had a lot of the same starters, and we had some new faces coming in that were going to be really helpful to the team. So I think everyone just had a lot of anticipation about what what's our lineup going to be. You know, we have so many choices. And I think that is the beautiful thing about our team was that there were so many good combinations, so many different ways we could have played it. But at the end of the day, we have to trust the coaches and what they are seeing and what they're deciding and just continue to put the team first. And I think that was evident in our lineup top to bottom. Everyone was giving their all, even the players who weren't in the top five pairs all the time, still giving their all. So I think it was just an awesome group of girls and kudos to the coaches. And they had a lot of solid options to go forward with. I think Haley hit the nail on the head. Our coaches obviously have a lot of experience and we trust their decision making. And I thought it was awesome because I love being able to play with Haley. I love being able to play with Sammy and Delaney, my partner from last year. I absolutely adored being able to play with her as well. And just the relationships that you build from being in such close quarters with someone is really special. And I think it was just a really special year across the board. And one thing in common between those two national championship teams is that the winning pair in Gulf Shores involved one Julia Scholes in 2021. It was with Sammy Slater last year with Delaney Maple. So what is that feeling like to be the clinching point to win the national title and then get mobbed by all your teammates? <laughs> That's a good question. I just feel extremely lucky, or maybe I should say blessed, that it was a really cool experience for sure. And just knowing that the championship is right there and your teammates are all surrounding you and just to share in that moment together, it was just sheer joy. And yeah, it's very memorable and I'm I'm thankful. Haley, what are your first thoughts as you're a national champion for the first time and then for the second time. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't honestly remember. Okay, just kidding. There was a difference. I think the first time it was almost this awestruck, this is crazy, you know, just super hype, just with my teammates and seeing kind of the ups and downs from that 2021 season and seeing some growth when 
pressure was put on. Like that was just so awesome to see from my teammates. And then for the 2022 season, I think I felt a little less of that awestruck feeling and more just like pure gratitude just for the whole year. You know, it's me and Julia were ending our careers as a lot of our teammates, we were all ending our college careers and I just didn't want it to end, man. It was just so, so sweet. And just, uh, yeah, I think more of like a family feel to that second championship, whereas the first one was just like, this is crazy. So the easy answer I know to my next question is winning national titles at USC, but maybe something else, whether it's just from your time as students or something off the court with teammates or a different match or something else. What is maybe your fondest memories of your respective times as USC athletes and students? That is such a good question. There were so many incredible moments throughout my time at USC, and it's hard to narrow down a few of them. I think something that's really memorable for me is when our team is on the bus and we're traveling places and we're just all together listening to music, dancing in the aisles, having really intentional and good conversations with each other and just like building those relationships that exceed our time at SC because that's ultimately what it's all about. Like, yeah, national championships are nice, but what it's really about is the relationships and the connections you have with people. So that's so good. I was going to say, yeah, just hanging out with our team in Gulf Shores specifically. I think both years we were there, just off of the court, hanging out in each other's rooms, watching the other matches that are going on and screaming at the TV and just having our team breakfast together. And yeah, we were all such good friends. And I think that's such a rarity. So just looking back on those memories brings up a lot of fond emotions. This is the Everything USC podcast on Believe. I'm Nara Wang. My guest today, two-time national champions in beach volleyball for the USC Trojans, Julius Scholes and Haley Harward. If you enjoy listening to the show, subscribe, download, and rate it wherever you get your favorite podcasts or go to the website Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com, on social media at Believe Network and at Believe Sports. I am on Twitter at Narawang Sports, N-A-R-A-W-E-N-G Sports. Haley, Julia, where can the people catch up with you? My Instagram, just Julia Schools. Same here, Instagram at Haley Harvard. This is Jackie Jamellis, former USC and WNBA player, and you're listening to the Believe in Everything USC podcast with Nara Wang. Fight on. Now I'm going to ask you to act like the proud alums that you are and look ahead to the 2023 USC beach volleyball team. Obviously, as we've kind of talked about, a lot of players graduated of the top 10 players on those top five pairs. Only juniors Megan Craft and Delaney Maple and the senior twin sisters, Audrey and Nicole Norse, return. We've got some transfers coming in. Jenna Johnson from Florida State, Ashlyn Rasnick Pope from LSU, and an All-American from Pepperdine. Madison Shields have been brought in to help bolster the program. Nine of the 20 players on the roster are freshmen or sophomores. So with all of that turnover, what are the chances of a third straight national championship for USC? I think the chances are good. I 
have seen the growth in players when I was there at the time that I was there. The first year we were there to the second year that we were there, like the leadership that has grown amongst Delaney and Megan and the twins has just been incredible to see. And I really think they're stepping into a role where they're just continuing the legacy that USC volleyball is known for and passing that along to the new freshmen and the transfers and just showing them what SC beach volleyball looks like in terms of culture. And I think that is ultimately what is the most important part about winning a championship is having an exceptional culture where you're invested in the process, not the outcome. Yeah, the outcome is uncontrollable, but I think the girls know that they are focusing on what they can control. And if they do that, I think they have a really good shot. Never count out the Trojans. (laughs) We will stay fighting on. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think what Julia said is right. I think this team, even though it's new, there's a lot of new faces and moving parts. I think this team is going to be able to grow as the year goes on. And that's a really dangerous team to face is just a team that's going to keep grinding, keep getting better, keep learning how to beat their opponents. And it's something their opponents might not be able to say the same. So I'm just really looking forward to watching these girls fight. And as Julia said, just leave it all on the court and trust their teammates and just keep bringing that Trojan fire. See what happens. It's exciting. What players should we be watching for who haven't played a big role on the team previously? I mean, you said it with some of those new transfers and new faces. I've heard really good things about all these girls, but I think specifically Madison Shields, just from some of the girls that have talked to me so far, they call her Mad Dog. She just seems like a dog. Like she seems like so just awesome as a teammate and just works her butt off, wants to win, just will grind. So I'm really excited to watch how she does this season. Yeah, I think last season, a girl that comes to mind is Olivia Bakos. She wasn't in the lineup, but she just works exceptionally hard and she's a gifted volleyball player. And I think if she's in the lineup, she'll make a big impact. And somehow the last two seasons, you win the national title and yet Dane Blanton doesn't get a sniff at National Coach of the Year. I've already told him that it's ridiculous. I'm going to keep fighting on his behalf to get him this award. So maybe this year, with everyone having left and not as many returners, maybe they'll finally reward him if USC goes for a three-peat and gets another championship and he'll get his just due. But again, we talked about how he changed up the lineups mid-season in 2021 and then changed the pairings but kept them throughout 2022. So what's the wizardry going to be in the pairings this year? What are you expecting to see out of the pairings? Or USC? Oh, I have no idea. I think anything could come up. He could reunite Delaney and Meg. He could not. I think I know that the twins probably will play together. <laughs> but that's all about that I'm sure about. Yeah, time will tell. It's going to be, I think I foresee things changing throughout the year, but we'll definitely see. But like Julia said, probably keep the twins together, but you never know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, I think the Norse twins are probably a safe bet to stay together. But other than that, yeah, we will see what happens with the team as they begin their schedule against Grand Canyon and Long Beach State at home for the season opener there. 
And of course, this is the Everything USC podcast. I'm Nara Wang. I am joined by Julius Scholes and Haley Harward, two of the national champion USC Trojan Beach Volleyball team members from the last two seasons, now killing it on the pro tour. If you enjoy listening to the show, subscribe, download, and rate it on all of your favorite podcast directories, Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, TuneIn, and more, or go right to our website, Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com, on social media, at Believe Network and at Believe Sports. For me, I'm on Twitter at Nara Wang Sports, N-A-R-A-W-E-N-G Sports, and Julian Haley, where do the people find you on social media? At Julia Scholes, Instagram. <laughs> Instagram at Haley Harvard. What's up, everybody? This is Marcus Grant, the host of NFL Fantasy Live on NFL Network, and you are listening to the Believe in Everything USC podcast with Nara Wang. Fight on. And now, since this decision came down at the end of June last summer, I've been asking all of my guests on the show about it, and this is going to be an interesting wrinkle because USC and UCLA are both moving to the Big Ten beginning with the 2024-25 school year. But beach volleyball is one of the sports that is not going to be in the Big Ten. It will be remaining in the Pac-12. The men's and women's water polo teams are also not going to the Big Ten. They'll be playing MPSF as normal. So obviously this doesn't necessarily affect you because you've graduated and also your sport isn't moving. But how surprising was it to hear about USC and UCLA leaving the Pac-12 for the Big Ten? I don't know if I had that many thoughts or emotions about it. I just was like, cool. <laughs> I love that reaction. Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting for the other sports programs that are moving. going to be a lot more travel for them, I'm assuming, and just facing different competition and you know different crowds and arenas. And there's going to be a lot of new surrounding that. But I think it's good that the beach team is staying in the Pac-12. We were kind of chatting like, who are they going to play if beach moves to the Big Ten? Because I think only Nebraska and maybe one other school have beach programs. So yeah, it'll be really interesting. And I'm curious to see how it's going to affect just the relationships of the athletes at USC. Yeah. Do you think it's really going to affect the beach volleyball program itself? Because it is going to stay as a Pac-12 school in that sport but I didn't even think about how it might affect the relationship between athletes who are going to end up being in different sports who are playing in the Big Ten and going on these long road trips versus a beach volleyball player who for the most part is going to get to stay close to home. Yeah I think there's something to be said about uniformity in a school and I think this change seems like it's going to be really beneficial for some of the sports programs but my only hope is that it wouldn't disrupt just the relationships among the athletes at USC, regardless of sport. You never know. Maybe some feelings of hierarchy could come into sports programs that are in the Big Ten versus beach volleyball still in the Pac-12. I hope that wouldn't happen because I had a lot of great relationships at USC with other sports teams. So, But you never know. Just something to think about. Like A new shift like that could possibly affect the dynamics. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how everything works out. I think the travel is one of the big issues for a lot of people thinking about those road trips to Penn State or Rutgers or 
Michigan, Michigan State, everything like that. So in the end, do you think it was the right decision for USC to make to go for the Big Ten? Obviously, it's going to help in money, which is going to bring in a lot of money for all of the sports programs at USC. And it's going to get that new TV deal that the Big Ten got. SC and UCLA will be sharing in that. But overall, in terms of the image, everyone always has thought of USC and UCLA as two of the pillars of the Pac-12. And now it's going to be weird thinking of them as a Big Ten school for the most part. Yeah, that definitely does sound weird. But like you mentioned, I think there is a lot of good that can come from this. And only time will tell. I feel like nothing is permanent, you know. I mean, I guess whatever their contract says, I'm not sure. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, my thoughts are I trust people that are in charge at SC and to have the best interests of student athletes at heart. I know Mike Bone is incredible and his mission is to put the student athlete first and be the most student athlete centric university in the country. And so I think whatever decision he has and the rationale is the one that I support. Well, it's been great getting to talk to both of you about your college careers, but we haven't even hit on the pro side of things yet. So how about this? Another episode where we can get into the pro careers that you guys are having. Does that sound good? Let's do it. Yeah, it sounds great. Awesome. So for my guests, two-time NCAA champion beach volleyball players, Haley Harward and Julia Scholes, I'm Nara Wang. Thanks for joining us for episode 77 of the Everything USC podcast presented by Bet Online on Believe, the number one content network for professionals, the place to find a sports or pop culture show for passionate fan bases across multiple platforms. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? And as I end every show, please remember to bite on. Woohoo! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.